That's how you should start it. This is <laughs> as I start recording. Oh, oh. Welcome to your new favorite podcast. Yeah. Is that arable? Is that arable? I'm back. Luke, it is Stranded Sports bringing you our newest podcast, Is That Arable? Me, Nick Hederick, the host of the Stranded Sports Podcast, the host of To The House, the host of everything on this network. Now we've officially launched a second podcast, and I'm sitting there. I'm going through my Rolodex thinking, who on earth can I contact to be a host, a co-host of my show? And then I stumbled across a file in my Google Drive called The Exchange, Episode 2, and I heard the voice of this man on that podcast. And I said, you know what? Sometimes lightning strikes twice. And that is why the man sitting across from me, co-hosting, is that arable with me? The one, the only, the only man to be fired and brought back on Stranded Sports history, Luke Yost. Thank you, thank you. I can't believe I'm back. <clears throat> I thought uh, once I got fired, and it was a very public uh, firing. There is a YouTube video. We've all seen the video. I've said some things I regret. I, I apologize to that fine woman at the counter that took my badge and everything. But <clears throat> what I said was true. However, um, I'm just glad to be back. And, uh, you know, being back, knowing that I'm starting a new Stranded Sports podcast, um, I have a feeling that I'll be replaced in a couple months anyway. So, I mean, I'll be here for a while. Wow. Well, way to be optimistic. <laughs> I am optimistic. I mean, I'm still the OG co-host of Stranded Sports, so you can only just go suck my egg. Wow. And that's why this is called Is That Arable? Uh, <coughs> so you're can probably, if you've made it this far into this podcast, you're probably wondering, well, what's going on here? What, why, why the odd title name? What's going on? And the summary of what's that going is on? Luke Yost and I have scoured the internet looking for very interesting news articles most of which neither of us have read yet. We're going to read them live to you and then comment on it. Um, we're starting off with Antonio Brown. We're going to go into a couple sports things. Yep. Then we're going to get into some... Excuse me, I just burped. Ooh. That's terrible. Into some really odd <laughs> and end sports deals. Or not sports deals, it's general news deals, weird things we found. Then the debating starts. Oh, boy. Uh, the debate today... Nick, would you call yourself a master debater? I would. Okay. I would. That's fair. Um, the better fast food deal... The Wendy's four for four. No, no, just tease them. Just get more. Well, you got one. You got one, but you're not going to get the other two. We're also debating something. Controversial that, breakfast. The food. most controversial thing ever is bacon overrated. Hey, look, there's a call. We're gonna we're gonna talk about <laughs> the ranch on Netflix. I'm going to talk about my initial thoughts on Jesus is King by Kanye West. Yep. We're probably gonna tell a bunch of life stories in between all of this too. So get probably. ready. Is Tom Brady an alien? Yes. Luke wrote that. I don't know where he's going. And a random question from the internet about worker laws. Yes. That we have. That is a hard-hitting question that nobody has brought up yet. And there is a vivid, there's a great documentary about this. There is. And I can't believe nobody has has actually come to the front and be like, hey, listen, this is wrong. We should change this. But hey. It's called Jesus Christ Superstar. No, it's it's called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But hey, we'll keep it moving. (laughs) Anyway. So let's get into it. This is... Is that arable? Follow Stranded Sports on Twitter at Stranded underscore Sports and Instagram Stranded Sports for more to stay up to date with this show and much more. Old news now, new news to you maybe. Antonio Brown's Pittsburgh mansion listed for $2.3 million. Custom built house in 2014. There is a two-story treehouse 
In the Wait, backyard. there's a two-story treehouse? A two-story That tree might house. be worth the price tag. Like, let's just be honest here. Two-story treehouse, pretty My bomb. house isn't two stories. That's fair. It's not. It's a ranch-style house. We it's, have a basement, but there's no there's no treehouse. I've always thought treehouse... There's is, no picture of the treehouse? No, there is. Oh, I haven't scrolled far enough. There far. is a lot to look at here. I am watching a video, right? Like, some stock pictures. Oh. This treehouse is immense. It has Here giant. There's a giant. There's a spiral staircase leading up to the treehouse. There's a spiral. That's staircase, incredible. And I, I could live in that treehouse. I'm pretty sure, like, if I was given like the ample amount of like necessities, I could definitely live in that treehouse. And the treehouse was featured on a television show. This is in Gibsonia, by the way, a suburb of Pittsburgh. I have some friends there. Hello to my friends from Gibsonia that are listening to this. Jesus, that's um, freaking beautiful. There's a asphalt basketball court, a turf practice field. And then, this is on MansionGlobal.com. I'm reading all this from. What's um, the acreage of said? I'm not lot. sure. All I keep seeing are ads for Kurt Cobain's unplugged cardigan offers <laughs> are above two hundred thousand dollars. I've seen that too. Very interesting. Um, I can't find there. This was uh eight thousand seven hundred ninety-seven square feet, five bedrooms, six full bathrooms. That's incredible. What's I'm. I'm, I'm I'm looking at this treehouse now, and like I'm, I'm looking at the inside of said treehouse, and there is a full kitchen, living room, a table and chair patio set inside the home, which kind of tacky, but like if you're, you know, here's, here's, trying to ball on a budget like myself, it could work out for you. Here's my question. Yes. If the main selling point of this house that is over 8,700 square feet is the treehouse behind the real house. That's for me. Like, just personally, what? like, I, would, I wouldn't I would buy said house, but I wouldn't be opposed to, like, if I had the money to buy this house, I wouldn't be opposed to Airbnb and the actual house just living in the treehouse. That's fair. Because you can make a lot of money off Airbnb. Exactly. For right and you're now. like, hey, listen, my Airbnb is AB's old house. People going to want to, like, Absolutely. go there Absolutely. just for the fun of it. Now, if it's not a flex enough of living in Antonio uh, Brown's house with his giant tree house in the you backyard. you automatically get CTE from living in there? Probably not. That's fair. I feel like he doesn't. Actually, that would be weird to say he doesn't have any. I don't want to speculate on something like that, but it's interesting. Um, anyway, this house, on top of all the other flexes, was featured on Treehouse Masters on Animal Planet. That's incredible. Which is an odd show <clears throat> for me that, to be How on. many kids does AB have to, like, to warrant a two-story treehouse? I think he does has. Does he have like three kids? It's like what, One's like Otto. One's Apollo? Apollo? I don't know. Maybe. Like, I, there's like a I girl. have no clue. But I can't remember what their names if are. If you Google how many kids, it just automatically pops up at Tinny Brown. He has four. That's nothing. Who's that one guy? Carmarty has like 11. Yeah. And Phil, uh, not Philip Rip. Is it Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers has nine. Philip Here's Rivers the thing. has like nine. Is Cromartie's kids are with everybody else. Philip Rivers has one wife, nine kids, same woman, probably doesn't have sex unless to reproduce. That's it. What? Okay. Hot take. That's, Actually, it's true. That's something. That's something. Um. Anyway, yeah, this is just an immense house. If you have time to look for it, go look for it. Take a gander. Go to Gibsonia and take a tour. Go to Gibsonia. Even if you can't afford it, dress up really nice and pretend that you can. Yeah, that's Go fair. get a tour of it because it is a it is amazing to look at, absolutely amazing. Something that probably wasn't amazing to look at was Sam Darnold watching the Jaguars mascot make fun of him by dressing <laughs> up as a ghost. I ain't afraid of no ghost. Based off of him saying that he was seeing ghost. Uh, see, 
I didn't get the uh, news that Sam Darnold was seeing ghosts until after I saw the uh, the wonderful Twitter memes of the of the Patriots game against the Jets, where they were throwing, they were looked like they had Sam Darnold throwing interceptions to ghosts, which was incredible. And if you had the time to do that animation, great for you. I just want to say though, is how do you go from being a first round highly touted draft pick to becoming somebody who sees ghosts on the regular and is like is it on the regular though i don't know i mean kid cuddy and kanye saw ghosts and made a whole album i said this on stranded so it might be repeated news but they made an album about seeing ghosts and it was well received sam darnold is a young man still proving himself in the nfl yeah I feel like this is a minor setback for a major comeback. Do you though? I do. I this think... year he's had mono and is seeing ghosts. Like okay, not a calendar year, but he did beat the Cowboys. That's fair. But how good is that? Eh. So the Cowboys aren't that good though. You see Are the Cowboys they? playing air quotes real teams, and they did beat the Eagles, and then the but Eagle. The Eagle... I, it's weird. It's really weird. A plus to me, B man. will C, but not time, not all the time. I don't really know. Listen, it's confusing. all I'm saying is Sam Darnold and Josh Allen are going to have some phenomenal, phenomenal contests. Yeah, hundred percent. Once years. once Tom Brady leaves the Pats at the end of the season, we'll see what happens. Oh, hot take alert! Just kidding. That's not really a hot take. But anyway, um, in addition to that, <clears> they had a plane that flew around that said Gardner Minshew ain't afraid of no ghosts. Do that's incredible. I love how much like. I love Gardner Minshew. My thing is, is like, we you have Gar- Gardner Minshew, who is like looks like the greatest frat boy of all time. He looks like right? Uncle Rico. Yeah, but like Rico stories, uh, uh, speaker uh, knockers. <laughs> Uncle Rico, Great uh, you can't tell me a young Uncle Rico wasn't a fucking partier. Ooh, can't say that. Sorry, FCC. No, no you're fine. Uh, it's a podcast. Um, okay, you got me there. Right, you got me there. And like, I feel like Gardner Minshew was a great partier back in the day. And the whole Jacksonville organization has just embraced this idea of that the hell with football. Let's just be a joke of a franchise to just get people to come watch our games just for the carnival aspect of, of watching uh, Jaguars football. Like, they're having a mustache night for Gardner Minshew. You don't see, like, the Patriots or, dare I say, the Steelers or, like, any other, like, respectable franchise that has some sort of, like, history. I mean, they don't have very much history in Jacksonville, but, like, that does like these off the cuff random like things that these that the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing. I like it. The I I love still, it. the stadium's still half empty, and hey. they're about a five hundred team. But I love it. I love some good trolling. I I love the level of troll. Like it couldn't have happened at a better time for Jacksonville. You have Halloween. See, Sam Darnold's like I see ghosts naturally. Ghostbusters. Here's my thing. If you're Sam Darnold, you had mono. Yeah. Now, as someone who's had his share of health problems, I don't like making fun of really any sort of... Mono sucks. Like, I've heard it dead sucks. Ass. I know people that have had it. They said it's terrible. But, it, I mean this in no disrespect. Okay, maybe a little. But you had, <laughs> you had mono. Yeah. That's something like a lot of high school and teens get. Yeah. You had mono. It's as like, a professional it's quarterback, supposed your, main, to be like... your main concern should be making sure your collarbone doesn't get broken. Your ribs yeah. don't get bruised. You get mono and miss several weeks. You cannot do anything that can possibly allow you to get made fun of even more. 
But then yeah. you go out and say, I'm seeing ghosts on national television. Did he know that was going to be broadcast? No, but he was mic'd up. Yeah. So he has to have some sort of awareness. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Or is it a conspiracy theory to where Sam Darnold was like, you know what? You know how the mono joke stop? If I tell people I see ghosts. Which my immediate thought was this man has a concussion and you need to put him into protocol right now. Yeah, that's Not fair. a good year for Sam Darnold. I like Sam Darnold. Um, mostly just because I like the Jets jerseys and I hope they win. They're growing on me. The black ones are growing on me more than anything else. Everyone crapped on them when they came out, but I loved them. I did too. I I thought they. I think they look collegey, but I think a lot of college uniforms are better than NFL uniforms. That's fair. So it was interesting. Anyway, Sam Darnold, not a great start, but you know what? Season's almost halfway over. There's a whole other half of football to be played. So go out there, and you know, see what you can make happen for yourself. Yeah. I again like. There's got to be more questions than answers. I think in this story is like the fa- like how are you seeing like there's no way you just go I'm seeing ghosts like even if it's a out of like your theory of like stopping this mono thing the mono thing won't stop no like you are you are somebody who is a professional athlete who gets mono and like sure they say like when you're 20 I think it's like when you're 25 like you can get mono but you won't get sick or something like that it's the weird thing if your body develops whatever but at the end of the day like you had mono you come back this like the whenever you're healthy it wasn't like a couple weeks later it was mono next game I'm seeing ghosts next game Jaguars are trolling you for seeing ghosts absolutely it's been a, it's been a whirlwind for that young man it has been can't say I don't like it, though. Right now, what is his legacy? The ghost or the mono? Oh, the ghosts. I feel like because... I think the mono did take the cake for me, and then the more I thought of it, it's like, you said you saw ghosts. Well, yeah, like... Yeah, like, you that's could, some weird shit. Like, if he doesn't see ghosts, mono still is, like, top of the list. But, like, you see ghosts, you're like, oh, okay, this guy's... This is... This guy's a little too messed up. All right. Speaking of messed up, Yes, sir. This is, I kind of glimpsed at this article. <laughs> I'm going to give you the summary. We, we going can, German man next? We are going German man. Okay, Fox cool. News headline, half-naked German man climbs teenager. Half-naked German teenager climbs up prison wall to win back ex-girlfriend Colin reports. I'll be damned. So this 18-year-old German guy was dumped by his girlfriend who was in the prison. It's an all-female prison. Yeah. And he scaled up This a, prison looks like some Mary Poppins shit. It does. It looks really like... Fucking old and disgusting. It looks old. It looks old. Um, it's a 13-foot wall at a local women's prison. He tried to scale up it and was caught. Did he say he was naked? He was half naked. Half naked. What? It doesn't say what half, as far as I can tell. I would hope the top half. He took off... I would assume it said he took it off to make sure that he didn't get cut by... Or get caught in barbed wire. So naturally, I'd rather get my skin cut by barbed wire than have the minor inconvenience of getting caught in it and having to pull myself out of it. That's fair. I'd rather just get deep cuts right away from it. That's fair. <sighs> and then you're, you're wondering, did he do something badass? No, the, he didn't come down and they called the fire department and they came and brought him down. <laughs> and, and then he got put in, put in jail. My question Who is... Who breaks into jail? <laughs> my question is, this reminded me of the Drake and Josh episode. Yeah. Uh, is that Josh? Yeah, Josh goes yeah. to Mindy's house. Yeah. It, and he's on yep. Drake's shoulders, kind of. Mm-hmm. And at the end, they just come crumbling down. Yeah. It really reminded me of that. Which What's your my, favorite Drake and Josh episode? This is where the side conversations start. 
Um, I have a favorite. The one where Josh hits Oprah by far. I have a favorite and one that just really baffles me. What's the one that, that really ba- there's two that really baffle me because I would love to have a continuation of them. Number one is when they're driving to the wedding and the car just catches on fire at the end of the episode and they walk away. Yes. The second one didn't think of that. The treehouse one. They build it all day. It collapses at the end. Do they rebuild it again? What happens? That's fair. What happens with it? Uh, See, that's the beauty of making like children's television. You can just like stop a storyline, be like, all right, keep moving, and like until you're an adult, or you know, in my case, just a big kid. Um, you don't ever think about that kind of thing. You're like, oh, I'm thinking about it right now. But like in the moment, did you think, wow, that car caught on fire? No, my dad did. Every time I exactly. watched these, my dad would be like, how'd they get back? <laughs> exactly. The Treehouse Falls, did they like finish it? Exactly. And, and if your dad wasn't there, you'd be like, Treehouse Falls, eight year old, Eight-year-old Nick's like, damn it, dad. That's how the episode ended. Leave it. Go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and my dad's like, I just want to just ask him the questions. Exactly. Um, my favorite actual episode though, that's a very tough question because uh, I saw the tweet the other day. There's only like 80 or 50 something episodes made. It was in one of those ranges. Yeah, it's not a lot. But of episodes. to me, it, feel, it felt like there were 200. Yeah. I think the one I like the most because it makes no sense. Like, there's a really popular <sighs> tweet that's like Drake and Josh season one. Drake helps Josh find a date. Mm-hmm. Drake and Josh final season. They buy an orangutan and sell it to a man that eats orangutan. Yeah. That's probably my favorite episode because it starts off with we need to buy a car. Okay, that's a teen problem. You want to buy a car because you have a license now. Yep. Somehow, this episode gets turned into, we bought the mascot orangutan. Yeah. Because, you know, the mascot is with the guy in the Mm -hmm. commercial. We buy this animal, and we sell it to a man who eats them. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm not a genius. I'm not Mark Madden. But my my big question here is, what are the odds that there is a man in San Diego? Now, I don't remember how they found... Oh, no, because they're at the movie theater, yeah. and he sees them, and he dances with it, and then he wants to buy it from them. Mm-hmm. Just what are the odds that this... the Probably the only man in San Diego... How many monkey eaters are in the world? I don't know. That's the question. It's an, and how it many just are so in San happens Diego? that one of them's in San Diego. How many are in San Diego? What are the odds he comes California from California problems. Let's day? keep it moving, though. Anyway, what's your favorite Drake and Josh episode? Oh, the one where they hit uh, open Okay, the you said that. I yeah. didn't know if you wanted to go more. Either that one or the one where Josh plays football. That one's good. I like when the janitor gets hit so hard and he re- gets reminded of that they owe him money. Yeah. That's probably my favorite part of that episode. Some sense knocked back. Anyway, in. back to the German man. So you're 18 years old. Yeah. How in lo- I know when you're young and in love, you just think you're going to be with this person forever. First of all, your girl is in a security prison. How long is she? I almost said max security, but I don't know. That. How long is she in there? Because if she's in there for like a six-month sentence, what did she do? Fine. And what is she doing in there? Yeah. How long is she there? See, my thing is, you're 18, you're young. Mm-hmm. Your your girlfriend goes to prison. Move on. You're young. Clearly, both of these two. Maybe the girl is not as messed up in the head as the guy. Maybe he should be in prison. He probably is now. He might be now. Yeah. But I mean. <laughs> How amazingly attractive or perfect was this girl to this man that he just said, you know what, I'm going to scale the wall of a prison to talk to her and ask her to get back together with me. Yeah, it was like they were like they broke up. And he was like, you know what I need in my life? I need this woman. And I need a woman scale, that's in prison. 
this wall. Like That's what I did wrong in high school. I kept looking for girls that I knew. Yeah. I think I should have just gone to Erie County Jail. <laughs> it it might have worked out for you. I Personally, I've done a tour through a jail. I would never have dated any of those takes, women. Take me number two Drake and Josh episode, the Steered Straight Program one. Yes. Don't beat that boy with a banana. <laughs> <laughs> Can we start saying that? Just like, just walk into the room. <laughs> I think so. I think that has to be Don't a Don't beat the boy with a banana. It's phenomenal. Then he like gets the sugar and starts. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the fake blood. It looks corny. Yep. I'm getting out of this. Program. All right. What a time. But anyway, what what this girl had to be a 10. Again, more questions. But is so anybody in Germany a 10? Probably not. Think about that. It's a good question. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say a couple solid eights, maybe a couple eight point fives. I I no don't tens. I don't know enough Germans to rank that. That's fair. I love I I love the Germans. Nowadays I do. Um, I know Angela Merkel might be up there. <laughs> She's up there. She's a ten. We hope you give this podcast a ten on anything you rate it on. Um, so here's an indie, an interesting story I came across. And if you don't want to be very disturbed, I'd fast forward about Please five minutes. Please turn your televisions off now. I'd fast forward about five minutes. <laughs> I just clicked on the link. Headline, Indian man arrested after eating sloth bear genitalia to boost sex drive, colon, police. Uh, this man was arrested for doing just what I said. He only identified as Yarlin. <laughs> Yarlin. <sighs> Um, it's something. Yarlin. Now, is there like some last name that you're not trying to pronounce? No, it just says Yarlin. It says he <laughs> went by Yarlin. Man identifies Yarlin has taken. It was taken into custody in the western state of. He also went. Yep, he was Mike, first arrested in 2013 after two South bears were discovered without genitals, and without gallbladders. He spent a year in jail, and made bail and then fled. Okay, so when I first saw the headline of. Indian man arrested after eating sloth bear genitalia to boost sex drive, says police. I'm thinking this guy was, like, down on his luck. Blue pills aren't working for him. Cialis ain't working no more. Like, he needs to get it up. He can't. He's broken and beyond he's, repair. He said, F it. Indian man arrested. Like you know, it's sloth bear genitalia. That's going to get me going. Like... But then I read through it and you're like, oh, he's been arrested more than one time. For, this is a common for, problem. For he needs this cutting the straight. balls off of, of he needs other the animals. Steered straight program. Yeah, he does. He really needs the steered straight program. Just you need you need surgery or something at that point. He spent a year in jail before he released. Now I don't know what a sloth bear looks. Is it like a sloth? I assume it's a. Sl- is a sloth wait, 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 wait. different? There, there's a picture of it in, in the article. Okay, it's so that black it's, bear. It's not a sloth. I didn't uh, know if like sloth. It's like a sloth and a black bear had a ba- like a baby, and it's like an ugly deformed. I do like, not. I would not black. mess with it. It kind of looks like a bulldog, like its nose. Yeah, it, does. it, it look. It's it's a very like a, it's a small bear. It's like a smaller black bear. Like it's something that you could take if would you I, had to. Would get its balls I would off. I look at it and go, I'm gonna cut this thing's balls off? No. No, but you didn't eat a. But Yarman did. <laughs> Yarlin was like Yarman. You know what? Officials say Yarlin is part of the nomadic tribe. <laughs> I'm going to try that. Which typically lives <laughs> in the forest and hunts to survive. Put it the animal's penises severed as a 
uh, endorphin. So, like, it's not something uncommon. He just did it to do it. And he was – see, <sighs> I love animals, but Yarlin, I hope – You're fucking wrong, bro. I hope that you get some form of help that you need. Whether it be what do you bed, what do you do to help that man? Whether it do you be, like you know what counts like okay, Yarmin, you can't eat testicles anymore. I hope that why not? You, you just can't. Okay, keep moving. Like I hope you, you get the right help in the sheets or in your head, but I hope you get help. Again, more question: Is he getting any? Like, is that is it a problem that he's not getting any, or is it just a problem like he doesn't have any testosterone? He's like I, I have zero so self confidence, and he just needs to start eating. Sloth bear testes to fucking get that shit up. I don't know. I'm very confused right now. All right. Every story we've had so far, I have a lot more questions than I do answers. Well, let me bring you to the most clear story we this have. This is Luke's story. The next one we're about to find. Woman out. dubbed Swing Set Susan charged with impersonating an officer to chase Hispanic teens off playground. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. This is <laughs> this is a headline from a friend of the show, Garrett Roberts. He, uh, doing his old Reddit news stream, uh, gander, and came across the, uh, Fort Worth Police Department identified the woman as Samantha Louise, uh, Ellie, maybe? Who is not a member of their department, but I guess she, uh, impersonated the officer basically to get these Hispanic teens off of the swing set. It's accompanied by a beautiful video. Which we're not playing for copyright purposes. Um, no, with no sound, at least. Uh, let me just describe it for you. She basically walks over to the swing set and is uh, just yeah shouting at kids to move. Um, obviously not dressed in police uniform. And if you're gonna impersonate an officer, at least have the balls to, like dress up as an officer. Yeah, she's in like athletic shorts. She's in like oh like a blue and white shirt, blue shorts. Like there's nothing that screams she, like police I'm off officer. Duty. Yeah, like. I get okay if you're off duty, sure, but like, if you're gonna imper- like, you don't impersonate an off-duty officer. Like, congratulations, you like a yeah, no. I'm but very come confused. on. What did she think was gonna come out of this? She other said, than the whole and internet I, was gonna hate. I don't know. She said, and I quote, "I'm not gonna paraphrase the effing. I'm just gonna say it. Well, I'm fucking PD, so get the fuck out of here. Uh, if you're not here to play as a child, so apparently." Um, she was pissed because these Hispanic teenagers were just hanging around the local playground, and she was like, yeah, no, we ain't fly with this bullshit today. And, uh, she's dubbed Susan, Swing Set Susan. You know what really sucks? Um, it's incredible. That people like this exist. <laughs> That's true. It's like, one day, like, her grandchildren, hopefully they won't be, like, you know, baby seat. Samantha or some bullshit are gonna like ask grandma like why she's famous on TV and why people know her as Swing Set Susan and she's gonna have to like tell her grandparents this and like her grandkids this and it's like it yeah. kinda sucks but hey don't wow. be a fucking idiot I don't know that's that's something I swear I was gonna I, I knew I was gonna I told myself don't swear on the show today You've we done just a great job. Let the, uh, no, I just hate let that that's a thing that happens here. in society today, that there's people like that. There's people all over. We've got Barbecue Becky, Permit Patty. we uh, got Swing Set Susan. Swing Set Susan. <laughs> what a nickname. <laughs> that might be the worst nickname. That sounds like, like the worst WWE gimmick ever. 
Oh, make your way to the ring from Fort Wayne. Of course she's from Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> Nothing against people from Fort Wayne, Indiana, but of course. It just sounds like a place that Swing Set Susan would be from. Yeah, Midwest I feel town. I feel like Midwest like is like the is the prime hub for like, you know For people that kick kids off swing. <laughs> for just like completely asshole people. That's I did not because gonna, like think of like New York like, like think I'm like, not making the reaches you're reaching but if you want to get everyone pissed off you have my permission. Then go fuck. Well okay. All right. Moving on. Let's keep moving. Now it's time for the fun stuff that hopefully won't be as controversial as what happened earlier. I feel you will. The debate. The debate. Lukiost, why don't you introduce the debate? All right. What is a better fast food deal, Nicholas? The Wendy's four for four. The newly released, certainly newly released, not like new, but like the newer released Wendy's Biggie Bag, or the DQ five buck lunch. Let's take it through what they all offer. Wendy's four for four, obviously your choice of a sandwich with four nuggets, spicy regular, and a small drink and a small fry. The Biggie Bag, which is a double stack with bacon, nuggets, spicy regular. A four for four with a bigger burger. Four, well, you can get, here. here's the thing. And then the I don't remember the, I don't really remember what's in the DQ five buck lunch without looking you at it. You get a burger, is it, yeah, like a or burger. three chicken strips with fries and a Sunday, and you can upgrade to a Blizzard for a dollar more. That's what it was. Making it a six buck lunch. This has since been retired, as far as I know. Let's break down each one and then get into what one's the better deal. I can't really say much about the DQ. Five. I never went to DQ for food. The DQ five buck lunch is a staple of the Hedrick family. Um, the relationship with me and my parents was built on this five buck lunch the last couple of years. It's beautiful. Saturdays we were all busy and we'd say, you know what, let's just get the five buck lunch. Every Saturday almost we got the five buck lunch. Yep. It's the only time we'd really eat out over the course of the week. Yes. And it was mostly because I wanted ice cream. That's and fair. So we got it. It was a great deal. Are you the kid that upgraded too? Oh, I got a blizzard every damn time. Yeah. They're going to spend in that extra dollar. I'm worth that extra dollar. Okay. You're damn right, Nick. I'm, you're, you're damn, damn right. right I am. Um, so, yeah, the five-buck lunch is something I hold near and dear to my heart. But I'm going to tell you right now it doesn't win in my book. The ice cream cannot save it because Wendy's is arguably the number two fast food joint, in my opinion. Number two behind who? Chick-fil-A. Is Chick-fil-A fast food? Yes. Okay. You and I don't want to sound like I will a basic argue, person. I will argue people who say Chipotle is fast food. It's not. It's not. Chick-fil-A, however, is fast food. Um solely based on the fact that like mostly everything you get there at Chick-fil-A is already like super pre-made. Right. Right. It's just throwing fries into the fryer or chicken or whatever else. Chick or Chipotle on the other hand actually like makes the food in house and all that stuff. Right. But the big debate is the Wendy's four for four versus the Wendy's biggie bag. You can actually get a a uh, the double double stack I think it's called in the four for four without bacon. So you're paying a dollar more for bacon. Essentially. Here's my thing with the four for four. It's revolutionary. It really is. The biggie bag became a thing later. Yeah. The four for four is probably the most ambitious fast food promotion I've ever witnessed in my entire life. You're telling me that I can have four ones in my wallet 
And if I'm hungry with tax, I can get a full meal. Yeah. That will keep me satisfied and full for the rest of the day. I can get nuggets. I can get fries. I can get a burger of my choice. Or a chicken sandwich. Or a chicken sandwich. Or spicy nuggets. And I can get a drink. Yeah. For four dollars. Mm-hmm. Some people would dream of such a deal. I have lived through such a deal. And America. Do you know why it's better than the biggie bag? Because I don't have to look a grown man in the face and say, I want a biggie bag. I can walk up there and say, can I do the four for four? And then tell him what I want without demoralizing myself and going, give me that biggie bag, Gerald. Can I get that biggie bag? No way. It has to be the Wendy's four for four. Yeah, I... Give your spiel now. I totally agree. And I'm going to use my argument as a transition to our next topic. Um, which would be just kind of a, a... I'm a big transition guy. Please don't let me down. All right, so here we go. I choose the Wendy's 4-4. Here's why. Um, I love the the fact that, like, it's not like... Because when they... When it, correct me if I'm wrong. When they first came out, it was, like, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger or Original Chicken Sandwich and then everything else, right? I believe. And then now it's, like, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, Junior... I think it's the... Uh, it's a... The double stack, yeah, and then some like bacon. chicken. There's uh, a like, bunch of wraps and chicken sandwiches. Yeah, there's. It's really great. <clears throat> um, like the college football playoff should. Yes, it has grown into something beautiful, and it's amazing. But the Wendy's biggie bag. I don't have a problem saying biggie bag. I, I'm, I'm. I have a very big problem with I, looking I, a man and a grown man and or woman in the eye and going, "Please give me the biggie bag." That's fair. And not feeling my crotchular region shrink by thirty <laughs> percent. Can't afford you any smaller, Nick. Anyway. Excuse me. I'm going to have to go cut some sloth bear. <laughs> Every time I say biggie but bag. But here's I why I have a problem go. with the biggie bag. Your options, number one, are limited. Number two, I can get the double stack without bacon for a dollar less, and I'm paying a dollar for bacon, essentially. And in my opinion, bacon is overrated not only as a sandwich meat, but as a breakfast meat as well. Wow. That's hot. That's a hot take. Exactly. Here's my thing with bacon. I've never really thought, is it overrated? I've never really given... Even though I've had a week to prepare for this, I still don't have an answer for you. I think it adds something special when I get it on a burger. But I will give you the credit when I'm eating it by itself. It's it not just doesn't do it exciting. for me. It doesn't do it for me. I'm eating thin strips of meat that are like charred. Bacon, as a, bacon as a topping is elite. Baking as a I will say solitary... du- I will say done right yes but like I don't I don't want like a burger with bacon that doesn't like I'm a big uh it was called the cowboy burger which is like onion rings like barbecue sauce yes bacon. they have a knockoff of that at Yorktown huge cowboy burger guy right love bacon on that just I'm not gonna get like my regular cheeseburger with a bacon on, with bacon okay. on it. like it's not something I want to do I I love bacon as a topic. But as a solitary On a thing, salad, too, even like bacon bits, sure. Like the real bacon bits, that's, yeah. That's 100%. Fair. But by itself, I'm leaning your way. It's just not exciting. Way. Right? Well, Luke Yost, you swayed my opinion. Exactly. Congratulations. As he sips out of his solo cup. <sighs> All right, Nikki, you're up. Now, I'm going to talk about this briefly because I we were going a lot longer than I originally ever planned on. Where are we at now? We're at 36 minutes. Jesus criminy. Um... I watched The Ranch on Netflix. Ashton Kutcher, Sam Elliott. They yes. play the same characters. They play in everything else. A dumbass and a hard-ass white guy. Um, 
I watched the latest season. There's one more coming out, and it has baffled my mind. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything in case you want to listen to your favorite podcast host's favorite show, arguably, on Netflix. But it is a very odd thing because here's the weirdest part. Uh, People complain about the laugh track about this show for a very long time because not many shows, I think, need laugh tracks at this point. No. Um, Here's the question. Is it shot in the style of your traditional, like, live Pretty audience mu- pretty much sitcom pretty much okay it's like a multi-cam thing i think so is it is there a live studio audience or not no i think it was admitted like it was all this rehashed like audio they threw in okay see like that that's what would deter me from like because i would compare it to something almost like uh, modern family right with its with, sh- with a multi-cam that shoot doesn't have it that doesn't have a laugh and i don't think it needs a laugh track no i don't think it does but here's where I was And it would be to, awkward if it did. Here's what I was getting to with all this. So it seems as if they heard the complaints about get rid of the laugh track, mm-hmm. but it's done poorly because yeah. the laugh track is still there, but mm-hmm. it's like quieted down to where you can barely hear it. So they will make the punchline to the joke and you'll hear fake laugh, like piped in laughter, but it's really quiet. Yeah. It's a very quiet laughter. And so they pause for these breaks in between. Yeah. And... It's really bizarre because they'll make the insult and they'll just look at each other for like five seconds. Oh, so so they'll so they'll make the insult and then like pretending there's an actual audience that they have to worry like the way to calm down. They will make they will make the punchline of the joke. There's like five seconds of the audience laughing, but it's really that would be awkward. And you can barely hear it, and you're like, why are they just looking at each other? Like it doesn't sound natural. And then it gets fixed at the last couple episodes. But it boggles my mind that that's what happened. Um, I'm not going to talk about Jesus is King, my next thing, because frankly, I don't have anything to say about that because I've only listened to it once, and I listened to albums about three times before I comment on them publicly. That's fair. All right, let's keep moving then. Question of the day, Nick. Oh. And this, this is a three-parter, it looks like. I'm, I built up to a three-parter. Number one, is Tom Brady an alien? What brought is, you to this is my question. I just feel like there's no way that any normal human being can play professional football this long, this perfectly. If he's a system quarterback, he can. Perhaps. But, like, even your traditional system quarterbacks. Joe Montana didn't play to be this old. Okay. All right. Steve Young didn't play to be this old. And, like, Tom Brady, he, like, great, he's come back from, like, injuries and stuff. Like, he just never seems. Is he a lizard person? <laughs> he. <laughs> He might be. Big lizard his, people guy. His diet. Fun fact The about dude me. eats nothing. The dude eats grass. I don't know. Maybe. But, like, this guy is, like, he doesn't seem real. And he, he might not be an alien. He might be a lizard person. He might be a salamander. I don't know. But Tom Brady is not a real human being. You really think that? Exactly. Have you ever seen his wife? His wife seems more than she His wife looks more than an alien than he does. Okay. Um... Which leads me to my point. Are yeah. we all just aliens living in a simulation? We could be. Is someone up there with a video game controller making us... It movie? wouldn't surprise me, like, if I died one day and, like, it sent you to, like, heaven, right? And you're, like, sitting there like, oh, shit. God, you're just up there playing fucking Sim all day? That's like, very bold of you to assume you're going to heaven. That's fair. It's bold of me to assume I'm going that's to heaven. That's fair. I also put this in there. If, I don't even smoke. If we're all alien people... I haven't smoked in 20 days... <laughs> 20 days of getting free, kids. Don't smoke. I didn't smoke that much when I was smoking. I was smoking like 
<laughs> maybe a pack a month. <laughs> which spaced out is okay. <laughs> um, if we're all aliens in a simulation, though, who is Neo from The Matrix? I've never seen The Matrix. You've never seen The Matrix? I'm sorry. Wow. Well, might as well just move on from that. <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin your day. I sat through your bullshit. I'm really... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't have time to find The Matrix and watch it and have an opinion on it. There's there's like three movies that are For pretty For a podcast, long. maybe five people will listen to. That's fair. Anyway. We love you, though. Random question from the internet. Yes, sir. Here it is. Santa's elves ought to be paid minimum wage, right? This is a question we got off the internet. Every question we do in this segment will be found randomly on question sites. Yeah. My opinion is they should make more than minimum wage. They should. Think about think about how many kids are in this world. And like even if you're like semi bad all of them. Even if you're like semi bad, you still could like get a toy. Like you don't get like you have to do some pretty messed up stuff over the course of three hundred and sixty five days to get coal. Right? I, I never got coal. Neither did I. But at the end of the day, like think what the things these people make. Yeah. It's not just like your your generic like teddy bears and baby dolls. They make like scooters and like nowadays it's like cameras, PlayStations, Xbox. If you're still playing Xbox, I don't know why you still would be playing How Xbox. How do they get the rights to all those things is my question. I think they just can't. I, here's here conspiracy. I think Santa came up with all these things, right? Santa's the mastermind. Oh, 100%. What else are you doing? The dude works one day out of the whole year. You have some time to plan. And he was like, you know what? These kids need a PlayStation. And he was like, no, no, no. They need to compete with another one called the Xbox. And he just sold his idea to, to Sony and Microsoft. He was like, hey, listen. He said, hey, Bill Gates. He said, hey, Bill, how much money do you pay for this? And he told the people at Sony. That's like, hey. an incredible thought process to have. And then all of a sudden, we have Sony and PlayStation. We have Sony, PlayStation, Microsoft, Xbox. We do the wow. whole thing. Nintendo Switch. Nintendo. Well, Nintendo's always been around. The elves deserve at least $10 an hour. I'd say that's fair. Every movie I've seen Santa in, he comes off as a pretty big douche. Not going to lie. That's fair. Santa's a douche in almost every movie. I, I agree to that. When is Santa going to play himself? Is it gonna is he going to have like a biopic one day when he dies, like Freddie Mercury and Elton John? He could. I think he should. I mean, Tim Allen did a pretty good job Tim at it. Tim Allen did a great job. But we haven't seen the real Santa. That's fair. How we've, old is Santa? We've never seen Santa Claus. It, but is Santa like Doctor Who? It's just, almost like he's not real. It's... Hmm? Well, it's amazing how elusive he is. My thing is though is like my house doesn't even have a chimney, and he always got a way in. We had a we have a, like a key that's like Santa's gonna be handling the outside of the door that he can like use to get in. That, yeah, like, he does. He does every year. He's well, like in the house. My only question is, how does he break into my house without anyone knowing? Especially when my dad sleeps in the living room because he snores too loud. <laughs> how did he not wake my dad up? I don't know, man. Does he tiptoe? He might. It's a big ass guy to be tiptoeing. Feel like it's everything's gonna shake around. Does Santa have feet? You know the weird thing. What's that? One year I asked for two video games, and my parents gave me one, and Santa gave me the other. How did they know that was gonna happen? They talked to Santa. That they don't. As as a as an older brother of two much younger siblings, right? That scares me. I love my sisters. They love me. That that's hard for me to believe. The second part. Wow, that hurts me. I love you. Thanks. Um. I personally know that my parents have the phone number to Santa Claus. It might not be a direct line to Santa. It might be to one of his helpers, the mall guy. I don't know. But at the end of the day, they know, like, what Santa's going to get them. Right. 
And like, okay, I just think it's one of those things you have to ask a lot of questions and get a lot of answers when you're a parent. I think it's part of the parenting manual. I think when you're like, when you're gonna have a kid, like they sit you down in the hospital, like, hey, listen, here's the book of all the books, and it just says like, like Santa Claus, like like that president book they give every president. Exactly, that only they know exactly. That's wild. And it's like classified like Saint Nick. That's all it says. Did Jack Ruby actually shoot JFK? I'm, Jack Ruby, the guy that shot Oswald. Well, you've gone from Santa Claus. I'm just we're re- we're reading a book in my one class about. What what is it? Uh, the oh, day the something. The, yeah, the yeah. Day, the daytime. I don't know. The day the uh, the news changed. died died died. Changed? I I read that. It's it's about the JFK shooting yeah. and like how the news covered. It's really it. good. It's a really interesting book. Uh, from what I remember, I. Again, I don't. I mean, I'm not. I'm obviously not part of the investigated team. That I think it was John Wilkes Booth. Came back from the grave. Yeah. I mean, you're telling me he didn't. He couldn't have done that. The. You've seen the coincidences between like the Lincoln and Kennedy. Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. yeah. You, Lee Harvey Oswald has almost too many coincidences to be like not the guy. But like I think we've then tried to stretch it that back far. If he shot him from exactly, the back. I don't know. I really don't know. Was it an inside job? I don't know. Who knows? Who next week knows? a JFK special? No, I'm kidding. We're not going to do that. Oh, Jesus. I think it was Walter Cronkite, and then he sprinted to the radio, the TV studio, and that's why the lights were dark for the first couple minutes of the show because he had to calm himself down. Yeah, how do you get the Walter off? Cronkite killed JFK. Take anything else away from it. What, an, what a load of shit this was. But it was a fun load of what shit. What a great time we had today. Next week, we'll have a special guest on the show. Be sure to tune in. Luke doesn't know who it is, and I don't know who it is either. But we'll have someone else hey, on the show. Hey, we'll have somebody here. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Is That Arable. We'll see you next week. Have a good time. Peace. Living your life. Thank you.